I was so embarrassed. Yeah. Because I was like, what are my parents thinking about me? Yeah. What What are they thinking about Paul? I had no idea yeah. what to do or how to do it. And I just wanted to like either run away and hide from you or, you know, yell at you and tell you to stop it. Quit acting that way. Yeah. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do when you feel embarrassed by your spouse's anger. Yes. Easier to read when it's on 150%, isn't it? Um, well, actually, <laughs> I won't tell you that... You can't read it either? I... I yeah, it's blurry still. very, very blurry, but <laughs> I can make out the shapes well enough to figure out what I'm trying to need to say, except for I almost cracked myself up in the middle of that because it looks like it says Karen Duck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, duck, 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 duck goose. Duck. I just want, let's just talk about me. Let's just talk about you. Yeah. No, here we go. I feel like I have so many things that I'm trying to accomplish that i can only do one at a time it's hard to do multiples well let's do just the podcast right now (laughs) since that's kind of why we're sitting in the room with the microphones in front of us and we'll worry about the other stuff later how's that sound well i just want to talk about what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about (coughs) why we're here (coughs) all right so you want to hear a story Sure. Here's a story uh, that we came across, and I thought it would be a wonderful place to start a conversation. Okay. Here's, here's how it goes. By the way, it's a long one, so um, buckle up. My husband and I went canoeing down the river with my parents and a bunch of other people yesterday. I've never been canoeing, and my husband had serious anxiety about the rapids. He would shout at me in the front of the canoe on how to handle the rapids, steer, when to paddle, etc., When he would shout like this, he would often sound very orderly and disrespectful. In calmer waters, I told him that I didn't appreciate what he was saying and how he was saying it and asked if he could be nicer as I'm just learning how to do this. And he agreed and he said that he would try to be nicer and more respectful and he apologized saying that his anxiety was really bad with the rapids and he was worried. I agree to try and listen more attentively in order to try and ease his worries and be a better helper. After that conversation, our communication did get better, but for some reason, the whole thing is still weighing on me. I don't know if I feel embarrassed because it was all with my close family, or if I feel bad about the bickering, or maybe I made his anxiety worse while trying to help. Oh, I can relate to this one in a a lot of different ways. There's about nine good things in this story we could talk about. Right. What stands out to you? Well, first of all, I, I actually love the fact that he was able to say that the way he was responding is because he was worried and anxiety and that she was willing to say, I'm assuming he, yes. And, and that she was willing to say, I'll try to be more attentive and, and recognize that it's his worry. In that story, they both took responsibility. Yes. And that always is cathartic. It helps alleviate the stress and the anger and the frustration. Right. They both took responsibility. My, my guess, and you probably already have an answer to this. My my guess of what's weighing on her still is that she feels embarrassed. Perfect. By by the experience. Yes. Because of all the what everybody around could hear was going on. What would that embarrassment be about? She didn't do anything wrong. She's just paddling a canoe. What would the embarrassment be about? If I'm yelling at you again inappropriately I, I would, and unkindly, why why does that embarrass you? 
well, Should I, I be embarrassed? Well, yeah, you should be embarrassed too, actually, because I would actually be embarrassed by how you were behaving and what people were thinking about, about, well, why don't you say something? Why don't you make him stop? Or, oh. you know, how it makes how it makes me look by your behavior, how it makes me look. Right. Or, I mean, how could you choose to marry someone who's like that? Yeah, that's so, a big one. And, and it, what's interesting to me, and, and I'm, I don't want to throw you under the bus or anything, but I can relate to this and we can edit this part out. No, 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 let's talk about it. But I I can relate to that because when we were first married and we first moved up here on our trip up, the first time that I ever saw you get angry angry. was when we we moved up here and um, you got really mad about something. You were yelling and we had stopped at a rest stop for the night, not rest stop, but a hotel. hotel. We were getting ready to walk to go get some dinner at the restaurant there. And my parents were walking by as you were yelling and slamming this bike. And I was so embarrassed Yeah, because I was like, what are my parents thinking about me? Yeah. What, what are they thinking about Paul? Um, yeah. I didn't understand like they they were understand figuring out what was I had no idea what to do or how to do it and I just wanted to like either run away and hide from you so I think I actually probably my my mode of operating at that point was probably just to shut down and avoid or you know yell at you and tell you to stop it quit acting that way but not to say I don't appreciate you doing that and you being able to say yeah, I'm just frustrated because I feel stupid that I left the wheel to my bike. Yeah, yeah. You want to know an interesting story connected to all of this? Uh-huh. I'm just connecting some dots right now as we're talking. Uh-huh. Um, e- two days ago, I'm downstairs here, and I hear Isaac get really mad. Isaac is our youngest son. He's 17 years old. Uh-huh. And start slamming some stuff around. And, I mean, he yelled, are you kidding me? And slammed this huh. thing. And it's like, the minute he started to express that anger, he, was, he wasn't he was even mad at me. I'm downstairs completely away. The minute he started to express that anger, because actually he took the egg carton out of the refrigerator and six eggs fell out of the egg carton and smashed all over the floor. Oh, bummer. And he was just bugged by it. Just even hearing that anger, my protective brain kicked in. And it's like, ooh, what did I do? Um... It, I am on alert. My senses got heightened. My I am triggered in some way. It is not comfortable. What's even ironic is twice a day, I'm doing something like he's doing. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I drop some tool that I'm using when I'm working right. or I forget something downstairs and I have to go down. And I express anger like that all the time. And I know that I make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. when I express that anger. I obviously make the kids uncomfortable, but I also modeled it for my kids, which is not a great thing I'm realizing at the moment. This podcast sucks right now. (laughs) But even just being in proximity to anger is hard. When it's directed at you, it's even harder. Right. But it's not easy to be in proximity, to be around someone who is angry like that. Because our, again, our human survival brain kicks in to say, how can I avoid getting in the way of fire? I don't want to get, don't, don't want to be the target. Don't want to be hurt by their anger. The embarrassment piece is a huge piece around this for right. sure. And I would suggest that's why she's having she's she is having a hard time letting it go is the embarrassment piece. What do you do? How do you get over the embarrassment? What would you need me to do so that I could help 
you not be embarrassed anymore? What would be the couple things? I got a couple things written down. Well, you, an idea. you, you might have to tell what your ideas are because in my mind, um, I can feel for myself just thinking back yeah. to that situation is I, I feel like I would need to, that, that how you behave needs to be defended, not defended, but explained. Oh, oh so, so, so it's an unhealthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. unhealthy thing. And so like, it would be like, could you please explain to my parents why you behave that way? And really all it needs probably to be is more of a, you know, you caught, you saw me when I was in a bad space. I behaved poorly. I'm really sorry. Saying that to you? No, to my parents or something. You've identified exactly what would be the most cathartic thing because that is me taking responsibility. It's not you having to take responsibility for my behavior right. anymore. And so if I did that, if I turn to your parents and go, I'm actually embarrassed that I just responded that way. I don't normally like to respond that way, but it was just a bad night for I was, me. Yeah. And my behavior was really, really bad. I apologize. I am actually more embarrassed for Shannon that I know that I made her uncomfortable. Um, and and this is all on me. Right. The minute I did do that, you don't have to defend me. Exactly. You don't take responsibility. And, and I validate your feelings. Yes. Yeah, that, that would be amazing. But yeah. in my mind, I think back then there it would be like, oh well, I'm the I have to defend him in some way that makes him look better because I know he's not that kind of person. Yeah. I don't even know how to go about doing that. And I shouldn't really be defending his behavior because it was poor, but I don't know what else to do. I just have to make him look better in my parents' eyes. What would you do if uh, that opportunity wasn't available? So it's been two weeks and your parents aren't around and it's just you and me, but you're still feeling embarrassed. Uh, I think if you, if you were to just come to me and say, I know you probably, I know I probably embarrassed you. And yeah. I would like to be able to make it right. I know the opportunity isn't here, but I recognize that that, that probably embarrassed you. Yeah. That would mean a lot as well. Yeah. I think that that... Because it, it brings out the elephant in the room. Exactly. And it's interesting because you may not really know. And even if you can't say, well, I know that embarrassed you, I know that that, that probably did something. Yep. Yep. In front of all of our family and friends that were there, yep. that had to have made you feel uncomfortable, or in addition to the un- uncomfortableness that you already shared with me, I'm sure because it was in front of people, it probably made you feel worse. Exactly, exactly. I think the the language I could use around that would also be helpful mm-hmm. in terms of I know that I hurt your feelings, even though I didn't mean to. It doesn't matter if I meant to or not. I know that I did. Yeah. And the fact that I did, I have sorrow over that. I don't want anyone to hurt your feelings. A stranger, your own parents, your siblings, but especially me. You don't deserve to be treated that way. And I'm so sorry that anyone treated you that way. Unfortunately, it was me this time. Right. And I take responsibility for that. I own that. And I do want to make sure that that even when I'm scared, even when I'm uncomfortable, I still don't have the right to, to treat you badly. Right. I, I should not... Um, uh, I never have permission to treat you that way. There's no reason that you should ever be treated that way. Right. When you get to take really that responsibility, it explains it. Again, fear. I was in my survival brain. Sure. That fear piece means we all respond poorly for sure. Um, 
but it still validates your feelings of, even though I didn't mean to run over your foot, obviously your foot still hurts. Right. Exactly. And you, you address the pain that way, that way. That's a good one. The other thing I would just tell this couple is you guys actually have a wonderful, beautiful insight into your relationship now, which now means the next time you guys are going to be facing a stressful situation, you can have that conversation before you get in the canoe and you start Mm -hmm. paddling or before you get on the airplane and one of you is scared or before one of you has that job interview or Mm -hmm. when you know there's something scary or uncomfortable coming up, you can actually sit down. This is what Shannon and I do all the time, but you and I do all the time. I don't know who I'm talking to. Who am, I, am I talking to you, <laughs> listener, or am I talking to you, honey? This is what we do all the time. Again, traveling is a little stressful for me. I'm always afraid of missing out on the airplane or not having the right paperwork or right. being late. And I just, I know I get a little bit intense. Yep. Just how I'm wired. Snappy. And so you and I have to sit down before we travel and we go, the most important thing about traveling here is that we arrive and we actually like each other. Exactly. That I don't hurt your feelings when I am stressed and because you know, I do get stressed. You actually are a little bit more gracious with me. You don't think take things as personal. Yes. I try really hard not to take it as personal. It's still hard. I'm I'm human. Everyone's human, but I'm making the effort to say your feelings matter. Your feelings are actually more important than the destination or this process or the canoe trip or the cookies that we're trying to make for the thing. Or, or again, most people I think fight, commonly either on the way to church or on the way to a wedding it's just ironic how that happens right happens a lot church isn't that important wedding's not important how we get there is right and i want to make sure that i don't hurt your feelings even when i'm stressed that is a wonderful opportunity this couple gets to face now and they can go okay this is how we're gonna start living our marriage this is how our lives are going to be together and they will not be in a situation like this um, nearly as often. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah. I think it would be great. Yeah. That's a good question. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, just because they're doing some good stuff already. And hopefully um, if they ever get to listen to this podcast, then they can understand where some of that embarrassment comes from and kind of what to do with it to yep. make that embarrassment go away. Anyway, that was just a quick one and an easy one. And again, I like it when I come across a good story like yeah, this. Yeah, so. that was great. If you guys want to work on your marriage and learn how to master these skills so that canoe trips don't freak you out like crazy or planes or stress, and you can actually like your spouse at the end of it, securemarriage.com is again where to, where to start. You actually can do an assessment on your uh, marriage, the six parts of the secure marriage framework. I, I'm just going to add this in here. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to say, um, I don't think that this is going to help you not be freaked out by canoeing. Oh, good point. But it will help you learn how to respond better when you are freaked out when you're canoeing. Securemarriage.com is not about canoeing. Just <laughs> in case we need to be clear on that, okay? It's no canoeing tips and not how to, uh, you know, navigate the rapids. Cuz canoeing and rapids freak me out. It is about how to navigate the rapids in your marriage. Yes, it is. Ooh, nice See one. What I did there? Yeah. Ooh. And your marriage is with you a lot more often than canoeing is. It is. And so you might as well learn how to paddle well with your partner daily through life. Oh, so good. good. <laughs> I'm, I'm using okay. this one. This is, is going to be good. Now stop while you're ahead. Anyway, if you want to start with your relationship, securemarriage.com is a place to start. Or you can actually email us, um, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. And we would love to answer the, the specific questions you might have about your 
canoeing marriage. Yep. Other than that, thank you again so much for listening to the weirdness that is us. <laughs> we hope you are enjoying your day. Um, I think that's it. All righty. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.